You're listening to the Coaching from the Couch podcast, a podcast for those wanting to live their best lives. Tips for you on how to change your mindset, to change your life, business, relationships, and everything in between. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Marie. Let's do this. Hello and welcome. Um, Today I wanted to talk a little bit about something that is definitely affecting everyone the world over, and that's um, our global pandemic of COVID-19. Now, I'm not going to get into um, vaccinations, whether you should, you shouldn't, whether you agree with masks or you don't, that's really stay in your own lane and you do you. But what I do want to talk about is a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes in our brains around our individual responses to COVID-19 and the pandemic um, and how it's, I guess, generally affecting everyone's lives. Um, I see this a lot in my current practice at the moment. I see it a lot when talking with friends and family um, and just generally, I guess, watching people's responses on social media um, and various other places. And it's been, I guess, from my point of view, quite an interesting thing to observe both my own reactions and those of other people I think to really talk about it we need to understand a little bit about anxiety and I'm going to keep it super super simple so don't turn the podcast off or race off screaming if you're not into science Um, I actually just want to explain it in a really quite simplistic way around our fight or flight responses. No doubt most of you have heard about fight or flight, um, but a little bit about, um, I'll give you a bit of an example about what's really going on in that moment. So uh, let's just think of a, a situation where maybe you're standing on the curbside and you go to step off and a car comes racing around the corner, um, and you manage to just step back onto the curb to safety uh, but before the car goes screaming past and, and you're safe and you don't get hurt. In that moment when our brain pulled back from the road, we had this flight response, we get a massive spike of something called cortisol in our brain as well as adrenaline and a few other things you've probably heard of. But cortisol, let's just call it the stress hormone for the ease of um, understanding what's going on. In that moment, cortisol spikes very, very quickly. But at that moment where we step back and we realize that we're safe, you know, we might feel stressed out for, uh, you know, a few minutes or a little while after that. But generally, because the situation resolved and we can recognize that we are now safe, the cortisol levels in time go away and we go back to being <laughs> calm Zen selves. Um When we have a situation, and and the pandemic won't be the first thing that's come along that has this response, and it certainly won't be the last, but we're kind of living it right in the middle of everything at the moment. And um, what really happens is because it's this chronic thing that is just going on every day, um, we hear about it on the news, we read about it on social media, people are talking about it. Um, It is not something that... Uh, is easily resolvable and for most of us who are just people living in society it's not something that we actually even have the power to resolve and it's quite unique too in that unlike other traumas that we might have um, seen about or experienced um, firsthand like uh, accidents or war or or those things um, this is also an unseen unseeable um, 
threat. So it feels like to some people that it is just always there, but we can't see it. And for most of it, there is nothing that we can actually do to resolve this pandemic. You know, um, most of us aren't high-level scientists who've got the ability to come up with a cure or whatever. So it becomes this situation that um, to a certain extent, if you want to keep it really simple, those cortisol levels are not reducing. It, it, this anxiety and this stressful situation is not being resolved. And so for a lot of us, we are living in this um, sort of state of perpetual fight or flight. Um, and while I've seen this before, and I'm sure, you know, you either know of someone or experience yourself, some people who are quite anxious or who are chronic warriors probably sort of had these levels um a lot uh, and have had them over the course of their lives. But now we are seeing this in um, a significant amount of the population. Um, we, I, I personally notice that in my practice, you know, have a lot of people who I think have almost become in a little bit of denial about how stressed they are. So people will be like, the pandemic hasn't really affected me, like maybe my business hasn't been affected or, you know, I don't really mind lockdowns, I'm quite an introverted person. But when you start digging a little deeper, that that fight or flight um, constant feeling of something not quite being right um, is there all the time for most of us. Um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to, um, you know, put some information out there around uh, helplines that are available here in Australia, overseas. Uh, if you're not sure of what your your helplines are um, around um, getting some mental health support around this, I suggest you Google it. But if you need to speak to someone about sort of what's been going on over the last year, year and a half now, um, then please, you know, reach out to somebody and, and get that support. And so, you know, when we talk about living in this current fight or flight, and that's how our body responds to this this um, spike in cortisol, is we either want to um, flee or we want to stand up and fight. Um, we have added actually a few things over the last few years, so it's fight or flight, but some people freeze as their response to extreme stress um, and some people faint. <laughs> those, of, those of you with a vasovagal response and will, will know that it's not very pleasant when you faint in extreme, um, extremely traumatic and anxiety-producing situations, but they tend to be the four um, ways that human beings tend to um, respond. Um, and I think when you think about that, when you think about humans' innate desire to respond in one of those ways, that you can start to really understand um, the divisiveness and the divisiveness, I think, that we're seeing in society, um, even right down to amongst friendship groups these days around um how we should be responding, um, whether or not we should be wearing masks, whether masks do anything, should we get vaccinated, should we not get vaccinated. And and because people are so stressed, this is not just a, a once-off thing, this is something now, I mean, we're in August 2021, this kind of all kicked off, well, in Australia it really sort of um, hit a wall in March 2020. Some of you around the world it was you know, a few months before that. But let's just say we're looking at 18 months of this this thing that has just been there all the time. Um, and so people are becoming quite combative about it 
as I believe as a form of, of coping mechanism, if their coping mechanism in the face of extreme anxiety is to fight, um, that's what we're seeing. And people are becoming incredibly, um, I guess, you know, black or white about it. They're, they're really holding quite strongly to their belief systems around these things. And um, I believe it's a form of self-protection, um, for, for most of us, doesn't matter which side of the camp you sit on. And I don't really think, you know, that's not something, as I said, that we need to talk about here. Um, and so I'm, I, I kind of want to encourage people a little bit. And this goes through my head a lot since watching the Olympics and swimming only a couple of weeks ago. But I just, I really think it's important that people just kind of, to a certain extent, just stay in their own lane, you know, go do you, um, I feel like the pandemic has become the new. Did any of you grow up in an era where you're pretty much told don't discuss politics or religion at a dinner party because people have these very strong opinions about um, both of those things generally? And I think the pandemic, we can add that to the list now. At a dinner party, don't talk about politics, religion or the pandemic because it's just something that has become um, really something that people are very uh, – uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but it's it's something that, you know, we're fighting about. It's black or white. There's not a lot of middle ground for a lot of people. And when we can understand that what's going on in our brains is, is that pure cortisol, stress hormone, anxiety response to this, it starts to become a lot more clear about why this has become something that is so um, uh, huge that people are fighting about all of the time so i kind of want to you know encourage people to step back um see this fighting and divisiveness in society for what it really is which is everybody's innate coping responses to how this this all goes down um and maybe if we can start to understand that then maybe we can you know stop fighting about this and all come together and, and sort of get through this the best way that we possibly can. And so I'm encouraging other people to, to not only do that, but then find alternate ways of coping. Um, you know, that's not to say that people shouldn't stand up and, and, you know, fight personally for what they believe in. If you want to go get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. If you, um, you know, want to wear your mask, wear your mask. And, and we should just, you know, sort of move forward the best way we can with that. But when we look at alternate ways of coping, one of the things that we really need to do, given that these cortisol levels um, are probably higher in the population around the world than they've they've been for a very long time, you know, except for those people, I guess, who live in traumatic um, countries all the time where there's a lot going on. But for a lot of us, this is this is sort of the first experience we've had of this global um, fear and um, something that is scary and we you know a lot of us just really don't know what to do with that and so when we think about ways to bring cortisol down there's there's a few things there's um you know you can actually talk to your gp or holistic health practitioner or your pharmacist about um supplements that are on the market that actually help to level out cortisol levels in our brain which can really just help to sort of bring that whole central nervous system to a calmer state there's other uh Alternative ways of dealing with it, um, including things like acupuncture or for those of you who don't like the idea of acupuncture or um, using the same concept using acupressure. So there's a, I think I've referred before to a 
uh, a technique in psychology called EFT or emotional freedom technique, or quite often um, it's just referred to these days as tapping. Um, and you can certainly go onto YouTube, for example, and find many, many things around that. I'll be releasing some tapping videos soon. Um, but there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of scientific studies that are actually showing why this is working as a strategy and that um, when we put people in MRI machines and then get them to do some tapping, um, it reduces central nervous system activity. So brains go from being lit up red and green like Christmas trees to grey, which is what central nervous systems in your brain look like when um, it's nice and calm. Um and we've also shown uh, a lot of research going on in Australia and around the world that it reduces cortisol in our saliva. So, you know, these kind of techniques that can really not in any way changes the situation out there. It's not going to stop this pandemic in its tracks and it's not necessarily going to change um, the fact that we do feel a little bit um, concerned and stressed about what's going on, but on a day-to-day -day basis when we can calm our brain and calm our central nervous system and reduce that stress hormone cortisol in our systems, we can actually start to respond in ways that are potentially a little bit more helpful and a little bit um, more compatible with with getting on with others who perhaps don't share the same views that we do around how all of this should be um, being dealt with. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is just maybe understanding a little bit about what's going on for many, many, many people around the world right now. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of concern for safety for health and wellness and people have lost loved ones and so it is an incredibly emotive time and I think it's in everyone's best interest if we can um, start to realise that a lot of the responses out there are people's fear and stress-based responses and perhaps take a deep breath, uh, go do you, stay in your own lane around what you need to do to keep yourself safe and safe you know, those around you, keep them safe as well. Um, and perhaps let's stop um, dividing our friendships, families and communities so much over something that really at the end of the day should be uniting us as humans around the world. Um, so that's it from me today. Uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to um, jump online, email me at drcarla at drcarla.com.au um, or pop any comments into the um, podcast notes below. And, uh, yeah, if you've got any questions, I'll do my best to answer them um, either individually or with future episodes. So that's it for me today. Um, next week we're probably going to have a chat around um, values and values-based systems um, and how that can affect some of the choices that we make in life. So uh, have a great day and I'll talk to you again in a week.